Welcome to the Homeschool High School podcast brought to you by SevenSistersHomeschool.com and the Ultimate Homeschool Podcast Network. I'm Vicki and I am here today to give you a little encouragement if you're facing the fact that you're a little behind in your homeschool high schooling. You know, life happens and I know that, you know, going through a pandemic hasn't helped anybody's schedules. So a lot of people are, are realigning themselves, getting back on their feet, figuring out what this year needs to look like. And that's okay. Even if you're well into the school year, when you listen to this and you find yourself not where you want to be with your teens, it's okay. We're going to work on some ideas to get you recalibrated and caught up. Does that sound good? All right, let's work on that. So, all right, what to do when you find that you're behind with your homeschool high schoolers. So, all right, so the first question to ask yourself is, you know, is this a disaster? And now I'm gonna tell you the answer to that. No, it's not. No, it's not a disaster. So just take that off your plate take a deep breath, be gracious to yourself. Life happens sometimes and you just have to recalibrate. So the good thing about having a good attitude when you fall behind with your teens is that you get to role model some growth mindset for your teens. Like things did not go how we want them to go, but We're going to recalibrate and we're going to figure out what we need to do to get where we need to go. And so you model a things aren't like we want, but and then something positive looking forward. And that's what, you know, teens need to know that life is not an endless series of disasters, that tough things happen, but they don't define them. Instead, tough things help them have an excuse to grow. And, you know, a lot of life is just about growing through the hard things. You know, in in my period of looking at life, you know, I have always been telling God, I think life should be easy and things should always go as planned. But you know, what? God always tells me that he's God and I'm not. And for some reason, um, growth opportunities seem to be part of the plan very often. And so we need to grow in these opportunities. So model that for your kids, not where we want to be, but we're going to recalibrate and make good things happen. Okay. The next thing is, is you sit down with your teens and say, what do we want at the end of high school? You know, like sometimes teens get lost in the weeds of the right now, and and so do we moms. And that's that's just okay. That's just survival. But if we think, you know, there is a long-term goal, you're not in high school forever, but teens do have to graduate. They do have to have a transcript. And they do need to do something after high school. And so, you know, for teens who are going through a recalibrating time with their academics, you know, they may have decided, you know, college is not on the horizon for me right now. I just need to get through high school. After high school, I'm going to take a gap year or I'm going to go study for a trade. If that's so, and you had in the past been on a college prep track, then you can say, okay, we're going to just take a look at everything and reel it in some and make things a little more simple. 
for kids who've gotten lost in the weeds, but they really want to go to college. Then you sit down and you say, okay, let's talk this out. What do we need to do to get you to college? Like, are you thinking community college? You know, like, like, hey, in some states these days, the kids can go to the first year or two of community college on the state's nickel or your tax dollars, really. Um, you know, so why not do that? If that's so, then you can recalibrate gently and just kind of get caught up on some basic academics because they they get into community college fairly simply. Like it's not highly competitive. They're letting kids in and they can do some remedial classes if they need to catch up at that time. So if they're thinking competitive college, but they just lost a year because it was just the Dickens and they really need to catch up now and start building a competitive transcript. Then you say, okay, kid, this is fine. We're going to do this thing. And this will be your topic of your college essay, how I pulled myself out of the hole in this very challenging time. And, uh, and that, so you're thinking hopefully towards the future. All right. So once you kind of know what's going to happen after you graduate, or at least have a direction to go, it's always modifiable. Then you say, okay, then what realistically can we do this year? So according to what year they're in, you have more time to catch up or less time. So if they're going to be a senior or in they're in the middle of the senior year, um, you take your goals and really whittle them down to whatever you can have. And, uh, you know, and sometimes teens have to face the fact that if they wanted a competitive college, they're going to have to do that after their first year of community college. And that's okay. You know, again, this is growth mindset. Um, but if, if they have whittled down their goals some to community college or a trade or a gap year, then say, okay, what do we have to get done toward graduation? So you get out your list of courses they need to, to knock off um, so that they can graduate and have the, the state requirements and, uh, and then say, okay, this is what we're going to do now for the rest of this school year. Or if it's the beginning of the school year, you know, we're going to take this and do the rest of the school year. And then sit down and plan it together and say, you know what, looks like in this curriculum, we could do, you know, a chapter a week or a chapter a month and, uh, and sit down, maybe do a syllabus and uh, sit down together. <laughs> what I'm talking about is like you're face to face with your team and getting the discussion going with them. Because when teens are part of this discussion, you have their buy-in to carrying it out. So, all right. Realistically, every once in a while, you've got a teen who's just so stuck, they can't think forward towards the future. And you really have to bring the curriculum down to um, a remedial or average level and just plan on them doing a gap year or remedial courses at community college. And if it's they're so stuck because they're anxious or depressed, let it let's get some health credit time by doing some counseling. That's okay. You know, what we want is to have them learn the tools of when things aren't okay, they can go forward. Okay. All right. So let's think about as then, you know, you, you go through the list of things that need to be done. So let's say um, it's mid-year in your homeschool high school, and they're really behind in their math course. 
All right. So you go, okay, let's take a look. You know, are there chapters that uh, we can whittle down a little bit? Like you're, you're doing okay in the topic. Let's skip some questions. Um, or do we need to, you know, you're behind because you just don't understand. Do we need to drop this math curriculum and take a step back, find a completely different um, curriculum and start all over. And so like, like to have some very hands-on kind of instruction, um, maybe some live math classes or um, uh, programs like the Unlock Math, I will put some links in the show notes to various ideas. If they're behind on their book list, you know, teens need to be reading books. Do we need to recalibrate and, and say, realistically, this is what we can do and, and lower the number of books you'd plan to read, use more audio books, um, you know, cut down on the number of literature guides that, that you had planned on doing, uh, get some shorter books, um, you know, have some things that are, are more inspiring or fun, like, you know, they can knock off the Chronicles of Narnia pretty quickly and do some study guides from shameless plug, Seven Sisters Homeschool. And so they can learn about um, C.S. Lewis and his theology and philosophy in a, in a very fun, user-friendly way, um, but have quick, simple reading project, you know, so it's done at a high school level. Um, you count some books of the Bible. And we always did that with our kids. They had some other books, but we, we might throw in a couple of the shorter prophets or, or epistles um, to, to kind of build some experience with scripture, which they need, um, but also to fill out the uh, book list. Do they need some labs for science? So can you take the whole family on a field trip that you can count as some lab science, you know, to be able to um, make something good for everybody out of it, make it a little bit fun rather than doing all of the labs that might be in a lab manual that they're trying to get through. And do they need to just take some courses and say, you know what, I'm going to do it in the summertime and just postpone a course to just concentrate on and knock that out. All right. And so then as you work with your teens and develop a syllabus, you know, they, they may not understand a syllabus at all if they don't have experience. And a lot of moms don't either. So we have some sample syllabuses in the Seven Sisters Homeschool store. You can just download for a bunch of the curriculum or you can get really simple and just teach your teens to schedule backwards where you say, OK, we want to finish this curriculum by December 31st. Okay. Then halfway through, we should be at, you know, October 31st. And uh, then, okay, then three quarters would be what? And then, you know, one quarter would be what? And write those dates down on the calendar and then figure out how many um, tests need to be done, how many chapters need to be done. And so that's uh, a very simple um, syllabus and uh, but we call that rather than an official syllabus a scheduling backwards plan and that's fine too because there's not one right way to homeschool high school so as you're doing this I'll, I'm going to throw you one of Sabrina's tips that she always says when you're sitting down with teens to work on things like catching up or academics you know things that just aren't fun if you sit down with them with snacks, 
like get like go to a coffee shop together and have some some lattes or something or make their favorite snack at home and sit down together because when you're discussing things over food somehow the world gets better it it just does and so that is it's um uh, not a necessary thing that we've seen at work over and over in, in getting people to be a little more lighthearted and a little less, oh my goodness. Um, so does that make sense? All right. So to review, you can do this. Everybody hits glitches in life. And sometimes the glitches are bigger and sometimes they're smaller and you might need a big recalibration or a smaller one but you model that resilience, the growth mindset and the grace, because God is in the grace business. We need to model grace towards ourselves and our teens. Our teens need to watch and learn that. So, okay, this was a tough year, but we're going to recalibrate and start over. Then look at those long-term goals and then set some this year goals and then make the curriculum fit what those goals are. So teens that need things whittled down, whittle them down. Teens that want competition, you know, want to to get to a tougher college, they may need to work really, really, really hard. And if they're bought in on it, they'll do it. If they're not, they won't. And so you you discuss that buy-in and whether they want to do that. And then you develop then some syllabi or some scheduling backwards plans and do that together so that you've got the buy-in. And if you can, do it all over snacks because it uh, makes it more fun and more cooperative. Okay. All right. Well, hopefully you find some encouragement. Listen, we have all had tough moments. That's just life. And the wonderful thing is as teens learn to crawl out of a hole together with their mom, they've got a skill they're going to use the rest of their life. You can do this. All right. That will be it for today. So, you know, if you got questions, throw them up in the Seven Sisters homeschool group. People love to share um, with their Seventh Sisters. So for those of you guys who are new, you know, at Seven Sisters Homeschool, there are six of us. That's me, Vicki, and Sabrina, and Kim, and Allison, and Sarah, and Marilyn. But we're the Seven Sisters. So who's the Seventh Sister? You are. All of our friends homeschooling together, we're all in this together. In the Facebook group, we throw ideas out and people ask questions and you get support. And that is a good thing. Another really good Facebook group to join is Simply Homeschool. And it's not that hard to homeschool high school. Um, And those are just our friends because we all are in this together. So you have lots of places to get resources and ideas. You should do that. Yeah. This has been the Homeschool High School Podcast, brought to you by SevenSistersHomeschool.com and the Ultimate Homeschool Podcast Network. We will see you guys next week.